0: Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Peaky Blinders Season 4, Episode 5, The Duel. Thomas drives his car followed from a distance by the Mafia packed truck. Luca reminds them he'll be the one to take the final shot. The truck pulls up alongside Thomas's parked car and the armed Mafia men exit the vehicle. We see Thomas hurriedly walking with machine gun ammo along a balcony. He reaches the same serious gun stolen in Season 1, loads and sprays bullets down on his enemies. One's killed, the rest run for cover of the truck. Luca steps out, returning fire from his Tommy gun. The others follow suit, forcing Thomas to duck under a hail of bullets. He makes a dash for a house behind him and grabs some stashed weapons as Luca and his boys close in. Luca comments that Polly lied to him. The Changretta man catches Thomas on a stairwell and shots are exchanged. The chase is on through lines of drying sheets that hang along the balconies. Doubling back, Thomas surprises the man and shoots him dead. He then enters the building, telling residents to get away from the windows. Luca's surprised by a young boy and demands to know which way Thomas went, handing the lad a coin for directions. The group then continue up the stairs in pursuit, and Thomas hits the open air and makes his way down a fire escape, wounding another Changretta man as he moves. Luca is advised to let him go for now, but he refuses. On the streets, he witnesses Thomas put a bullet in the wounded man and steps into the road, gun blazing. Thomas returns fire and a standoff takes shape. He's offered a one-on-one duel. Thomas steps forward and the men lock eyes. But before either can get a shot away, the police storm in mob-handed dragging and beating Thomas until Moss steps in as Luca and his crew escape. Moss is at the end of his tether and turns down cash from Thomas, declaring loudly that the rule of the law is returning, then telling Thomas soldiers are coming. Back in the safety of the home, Polly and Thomas are together awaiting Arthur and the family. Arthur wants answers about the shooting. Thomas replies that the enemies are now down to eight men. Polly reveals she was offered a deal by Luca and she accepted having run it by Thomas first because they knew Luca would want to kill him himself. And Although Luca walked away, Thomas still killed three. Later that evening, Lizzie breaks the news to Thomas that she's pregnant and the baby can only be his. He begins to talk about abortion, but she says she's keeping it. She tells him they'll be okay, but he worries they're surrounded by so much death. He then leaves, telling her coldly she'll get an allowance every week from the company. A drunken Arthur enters the Shelby safe, grabs some cocaine and sits alone snorting and drinking in the darkness. When he staggers out, he leaves the safe wide open. The next morning on a country road, Polly and Michael arrive by car to a gypsy campsite. He's unimpressed by his new digs, but is told to show respect by Bonnie. Polly says it won't be for long and he might even learn something and watches as he heads off deeper into the woods aboard a caravan. Polly drives away with Aberama. They stop en route to enjoy the fresh country air and the freedom of a gypsy life. Aberama catches a rabbit and they cook it together over an open fire as they talk. Polly flirts and calls him over to her. But as they prepare to kiss, she puts a knife to his throat, threatening him that should any harm come to Michael, she'll kill him. And then they get Jiggy under the tree, as you do. We cut to Alfie Solomon's meeting with Luca Changretta. Luca introduces himself. Alfie being Alfie, states he knows who he is and that he also knows he's a bit of a failure for not managing to kill Thomas. Despite testing his patience, Luca requests that Alfie places his Changretta boys at ringside as seconds. In return for assisting, Alfie wants substantial cash payment and to run his rum into New York. Luca's ready to do a deal, but Alfie mentions he's made the deal without negotiation, realising Thomas was right and they do plan to kill them all once they finish with the blinders. Ada's taken from her home by some military personnel and is met by Colonel Ben Younger. He tells us she was seen talking to Jesse Eden, but Ada states she was just settling an industrial dispute. The Colonel tells her she's potentially a very useful asset to the army as she's got a foot in more than one camp and she should talk to her brother Thomas. Ada catches Thomas and asks him about the Colonel and Thomas informs her younger approached him for assistance having been given Birmingham in order to stop a revolution. He reminds her that Jess Eden is meeting him for dinner and that the military are interested in those around her. If he gains Jess's trust she gives him names and he passes them on. In exchange for this, he gets contracts valued at £2 million to supply vehicles to the military. At Charlie's yard, Charlie and Curly set a table for Thomas and Jessie Eden. Thomas lays the charm on thick as marmalade. He presents her with paperwork detailing the withdrawn wage cuts and parity between men and women. In return, he's keen to hear all Jesse knows about socialism, but makes it clear he also wants to know how strong and serious the people she knows are. She believes he's worried he'll find himself on the wrong side when the revolution comes, admitting she counts herself among those seeking a real fight and that she's not alone. As the evening progresses, the pair bond and laugh together. He pops a record on and they dance in each other's arms. Jessie asks if he'll help their cause. He kisses her. She kisses him. He says he will. It's fight night. Aberama reveals to Bonnie he'll get an extra 20% if he drops Goliath in the fourth. Arthur sits ringside, but Thomas heads backstage followed from the shadows by another man. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from, and we'd love you to join us for them. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback or ideas for a show that we should be covering, we'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know. There may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at Previous Podcast, or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East, and is a Daft Doris production.